Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eTech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at eTech Global Services. We have a great topic today. We have a, an amazing uh, person joining us at the table. Um, and we are t- going to talk about everything human resources as it relates to the customer experience. So welcome. Please help me uh, into welcoming Veronica Hill Chimney. As we pull up this table, thank you for joining me at the table, Veronica. Thank you, Melissa. This, this is not the first time you and I have sat at a table together. No, it's not. You <laughs> said many tables, many tables. I remember uh, precisely when you and I, during COVID, I got to come visit you and we actually sat at your table in your we dining room. We did. We did. So that was, I'm excited about our, our conversation today. Let me tell our listeners a little bit about you, if you don't mind. Sure thing. Uh, Veronica Chimney is Senior Vice President of Human Resources um, at eTech Global Services. You, you guys know eTech. We're a multinational outsourcing organization. We have over 3,000 employees in three different countries. Uh, Veronica's got her work cut out for um, we, we provide world-class services to Fortune 500 companies. Uh, we have locations in the U.S., India, Jamaica. Those are the three countries I'll talk to you about. Um, our job is to help those Fortune 500 companies uh, be remarkable, be the, be the brand that they set out to be. And helping us do that is our very own Veronica. Uh, if you guys can believe it or not, she's been a, a 22-year veteran in the call center BPO industry. Who can stay in the BPO industry for 22 years, that's an, we can talk, we can do a podcast just on you being in the BPO industry for 22 years. <laughs> so um, she's held key leadership positions uh, within eTech. She was in operations, right, uh, in training, and for the last 17 years, um, found a, a sweet spot, if you will, and um, does a, a tremendous job in human resources for those last 17 years. Uh, she knows what she's talking about. She holds a master's of science degree in human resources management, uh, currently a doctoral candidate with the emphasis of leadership innovation at St. Thomas University, and she's scheduled to graduate May 2022. So if you can hear everyone at the table giving Veronica a real loud of applause, round of applause, um, so congratulations. I like to refer to her is Dr. Chimney, and I've done that even while she was in, in school because I had no doubt that she would graduate. So welcome to the table. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much. <laughs> we, we have just a few questions for you today, but I want okay. to kind of give the, the users some information, the listeners some information about you. If you're going to pull up to the table, and what would be your favorite drink if you're going to pull up the table to answer these questions, do you have a favorite drink that you like to drink to the table? I, I do. And, and you, you opened up by talking about when you, when you came here and, um, and we sat around the dining room table, I wished we would have had a cup of green tea, hot yes. green tea. That is my go-to drink. Yes. It's the best of all times. It is. Green tea is wonderful. It's the best, it's the best of all to, times. I have to tell you, I have just recently found because um, I know you like to sweeten yours with a little bit of honey sometimes. So I have found lemon infused honey. It's infused inside the honey and I have found lavender infused honey and it's wow. all organic. But we'll talk about that at a different, at a different podcast. Okay. It's about. funny you say that I've been putting a little bit of lemon, like lemon, lemon juice in my interesting. I, we must talk. I have, 
I have two, but I went shopping and then I got introduced to this lemon infused honey. So I don't have to put, I just, it's one step wonder. It's in there. Delicious. <laughs> well, all right, let's, let's get, uh, let's get kickstarted on, on these, okay. some of these questions. Um, you know, everyone at the table really wants to know about um, human resources and it's got a great impact on the customer experience um, more than probably what people realize. So you tell me what impact do you believe uh, Dr. Chimney? What impact do you believe that human resources has on, on the customer experience? Mm. Wow. So, you know, there, there are so many components within human resources and I'm, I, I want to gather all of them, but Melissa, because of time, I, I won't, but I'll, um, I'll talk about culture first because HR is responsible, not solely, but HR is responsible for the culture, the culture. And when I say that I'm talking about checking the temperature of the staff, um, engaging the staff, all those are key ingredients. And that's definitely an impact to customer experience. And what I mean when I say that is organizational culture, a positive organizational culture creates satisfied employees. Satisfied employees will perform better. The morale tends to be a little bit better. Um, they tend to be satisfied, a little happier, and their performance, they're meeting those KPIs that the client or, or the organization is requiring upon them. The result would be happy customers. So culture is definitely key. I also think and believe and know that an organization must be strategic. They must be strategic. If we want to make an impact, not only for the organization, but for our end user, for our customers, then we need to think about our recruiting processes, our pre-onboarding processes, onboarding, are we hiring the right people? Are we identifying individuals who will be the best fit for this organization, who we can help grow and help individuals become the best version of themselves? Um, and I think about training, are we providing them with the training that will give them the proper tools to be successful? And that would be agent training, product training, technical training, leadership development, all of those things are, are critical. And then I also think about assessment and evaluation, which is why giving feedback is, is critical. And all of those items, all of those components within HR definitely impacts the cult organization, which makes me back to the first question. The organizational culture definitely impacts customer interaction and engagement. Yeah, I, you know, I love to take notes every time someone sits at the leadership table with me and just how you linked in, um, you know, how the culture, and I know that this, this is an important topic for you. Mm -hmm. uh, just talking to you this morning and yesterday, I know that this is what you live and breathe uh, about making an impact on the culture of our company. And I get to partner with you. Not many of our listeners know that I get to partner with you on creating that culture. And, and I've done that for, for many years um, while you've been in human resources. So it's just been a blessing to not only hear you speak so intelligently about it, but I actually get to see you walk out those actions in real life. So I just want to say thank you for that. And thank you for having the passion that you do about the really, the belief that you have that it, that it drives internally our, our culture and our client and our clients and our, um, that we service for the customer experience. So I lend you a thank you as well, because you're an awesome partner along the way. So thank you. You're just fun to work with. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll grab a snack next time we're at the table and have some fun times to talk about. Okay. Maybe okay. some crackers. Maybe some crackers. <laughs> sure thing. Sure okay. thing. You kind of touched on this one a little bit, but uh, you know, you talked about employee engagement and I know that's another big hot topic. It's a big hot topic in our industry uh, and it plays a big role um, in the customer experience and it plays a huge role in our culture, right? So it's kind of, 
vice versa. The culture impacts um, employee engagement and employee mm -hmm. engagement impacts the culture. So can you kind of give um, our, our viewers just a sneak peek into what is eTech doing specifically mm -hmm. to, in to engage the workforce culture? Mm, that's a good question. So one of the trends definitely in the HR world is efficiency in the workplace. And I think it, you know, I mentioned the word intentional and strategic. It's so important to incorporate both in the thought process each year as you're beginning to identify ideas and activities um, that would support partnering with employees, which would be engagement. The first thing that comes to mind is um, I, I say check the temperature. And basically, for those that may not understand that, it is you know, obtaining um, feedback from your employees. And they'll tell you if they're satisfied or not. And they'll also tell you how can we become better. And we want that feedback. And so we, we try to identify the temperature um, and we do that by ways of um, ideas in motion. And that's an opportunity for individuals to go on something we call team member web. It's an intra, intra, intranet site. So they provide us with feedback. They tell us what they want, what they need and what they don't like. Um, which is the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we want all of the above. Um, and so giving them a platform to have a voice is critical. Um, and we call that ideas in, in motion or suggestion box. But also think another way to engage is to definitely be intentional on um, um, a give back initiative. Um, you know, I've been reading lately that many um, individuals are looking for a company where they can participate in giving back to the community. Well, we've joined that bandwagon and we have a plan and, and we're strategic about it. It's called our Give Back Initiative. And every month, Melissa, every month in every location, that's India, that's the US, that's Jamaica, there is an activity taking place where we are giving back to the community. And it could be by way of reading a book, it could be adopting a highway, picking up trash. And the good news is, so not only are we giving back to the community, but we're also offering our agents an opportunity to participate which definitely develops and builds relationships. So that's another one. Um, something else we're doing is, um, which I, I, I happen to love this, is identifying um, a focus on growth. Um, and sometimes, you know, you have someone who onboards an organization and they have no idea that they will eventually be the director of operations or a director in human resources, but we plant a seed with the opportunity of growth. That's definitely a part of engagement. And here's one more that comes to mind is, um, recognition, you know, just recognition. And I'm not talking about, you know, good job, Veronica, good job, Melissa. I'm talking about stand up, identifying what people have done very well and thanking them for, for whatever it would be. We had, um, in fact, I think it's been 15, 16 years now, Melissa, we have something called YOSA and it's mm -hmm. years of service and it's an award ceremony, years of service award ceremony. And basically if you've been with the company five, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, we give you an opportunity to be recognized publicly in your location. There's a certificate and then there's a personalized gift that we give to every single person in, in every category. So we wanna say thank you for your hard work. Thank you for your contribution. We definitely recognize what you've contributed to the organization. And, you know, and then there's that high five. So that's one. Um, another area, and you've been a part of this, is character commitment. Just identifying, um, we have 12, and I won't go through all 12, but a, an example would be an integrity and valuing people, teamwork, accountability, vision, teachability. So there are 12 of them, and every year, our leaders have an opportunity to vote, vote on a leader whose 
demonstrated or who's led by example in one of those categories. So we have a session where they are acknowledged and recognized. We give them a certificate of appreciation for, you know, for leading by example, and we give them a gift, you know, just to memorialize what's taken place for that year. I will tell you for those that are not recognized, it does give them an opportunity to try to, you know, strive for that goal. You know, I want to be recognized as a leader of integrity, or I want to be, you know, recognized as a, a leader that demonstrates teamwork. So those are just a few few examples that, that come to mind. I think those are more than a few. You know, we talk about uh, an engaged workforce, both, mm -hmm. you know, you and I, that's, we just get so passionate about that topic. And I, mm -hmm. I well, you know, when I, when I asked you that question, I knew your eyes were going to light up because I know that's one of your favorite topics. But, you know, um, we talk about an engage. Engage is like an action word, right? And so you said the ideas in motion, that, that, that engages the team. The give back initiatives, initiative, I, I want a purpose. You know, our, our, our vision at eTech is to make a remarkable difference, right, for yeah. each other, ourselves, and our communities. And that give back initiative allows us to do that. We're, we walk that out. So I love that piece about engaging the workforce, the roadmap, and, you know, I know that we're even making strides to make adjustments to those roadmaps and, and, and do some amazing things. You know, yes. times Matt Rocco, you know, when, but when I know before I even joined, you were already here, but Matt Rocco, um, you know, the president of our company, he talks about leadership as a journey. And mm -hmm. I know that that roadmap is a way for us to, to, to keep his vision alive as our leadership journey with showing someone that this is a journey and all the things that you can do uh, mm -hmm. as an employee, if you want to be the next CEO or the next, you know, Dr. Chimney, right. you know, you have that availability to you and that helps you keep everybody engaged. Mm -hmm. The character commitment awards, the YOSA, I still have some of my personalized gifts. I know you do too. Probably some sit behind you in your beautiful office. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, those are some really awesome things when we talk about engaging the workforce and so many companies, I, I, I have the opportunity of helping uh, people in the, in the business sector and the private sector and the mm -hmm. educational sector. And I know you do as well. And that's a big topic is keeping employees engaged. You know, we hear mm -hmm. many things about a mass walkouts and, and uh, just people in mental health issues at work mm -hmm. and an engaged workforce. Um, uh, I just really like that topic. We, we, we go into the next question. You kind of touched on this, but I'm going to stretch you a little bit more. Okay. And I'm going to ask you like, you know, when we, we talked about, you know, what impact we have, this human resources have on the customer experience. You, you beautifully explained that. Then we talked about the employee engagement. You, you went through all the different things that eTech was doing for an employee engagement. Mm -hmm. What are we doing different mm -hmm. to serve the employees and customers at eTech? What is eTech doing different? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's a good question because what, what sets your heart? What's right. Your heart? And you know, and they're simple, and I think they may not be major, but when you say it out loud, you become pretty proud of what you're doing. So a lot of organizations don't have committees where we have um, a forum. There's a platform for our agents to give feedback on improvement, and there's several committees. In fact, so when I say committees, I'm talking about there's a task force um, for winning culture survey. So. Yeah. One of the things that come to mind would be winning culture survey. So we have a, an annual satisfaction survey that we've entitled winning culture. That's important. And I bring that up because many companies have gone away with, with several things. They've gone away with performance reviews. They've gone away with employee satisfaction. 
And, and we're, we're not going away with those things. We think that it creates the culture, it helps individuals grow. Um, so they're, they're not going anywhere. But I think about performance um, evaluations and reviews. We have a task force and that task force receives the feedback that we receive from the Winning Culture Survey. This task force is incorporated with agents, with employees, with that are not leaders. So not everyone's in a leadership position. Some of them are brand new agents on, on, you know, just now joining, coming out of training. Some of them are in payroll, their support staff, members of HR, members of operations, um, IT, um, program implementation. So marketing, they're from every department. And that's so important to get people. One of the things that we've done is we, we, we've stated in our document is to check your title at the door. So when you go into a session with one of these committees, titles aren't important because Jane Doe, who is an agent who started with the company five weeks ago, the feedback is important. Your observation, your assessment on how we can be better as an organization is just as critical as Jane Doe, who's been with the company for 25 years. And so check your, check your title at the door, but it's the, the committees that we've created. So there is a winning culture task force. There is a give back task force. There is a recruiting, a recruiting committee. There's a work-life balance committee. Yeah. So everyone to, we want everyone to relax. We want everyone to, to take that time off. We want to get ideas on what can we do to help you with your work-life balance. There's a wellness committee, which happens to be one of my favorites this year. Um, every month, we have a, a, a session with all of our leaders and employees. We invite them to a podcast where they can hear. Just yesterday, just yesterday, yeah. Carol and Trish had a podcast on mental health. What yeah. can because we're all dealing with issues, especially Melissa coming from the pandemic. You know, yeah. we're just dealing with things. And if they're not, they know someone who who may be. And so, mental health, exercising, eating better. Um, it's just financial. I mean, it's just so many things that, that we try to dive into. But one of the things that sets us apart is that we've identified committees in each of these areas where all of our employees at all levels, all departments are participants. And that's important. It helps us become, become better. That's, that's almost a secret sauce. You know, you, um, I, sometimes I wish um, we don't do it perfectly, but I yeah. believe that we understand as a leadership uh, team that these things are critical. And I just want to point out for our listeners and just point out to you, maybe you didn't realize the word intentional. Mm. You've used it pretty much every question I've asked you so far, you've used the word intentional. Mm. And so I know that's not by accident. I'm sure that's intentional, but I know that these, these programs, they don't just happen. And the intentionality that the team has had to create these committees, to have mm -hmm. these meetings, to actually pull agents off the, the production floor, right? And pull leaders out of the production floor right. to be able to invest in them and these meetings is just phenomenal. So I, I, I really like that advice that we, you know, we give out what we do differently mm -hmm. uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the community. So thinking about other companies that are struggling, let's just say they're yeah. struggling when it's about bonding the human, re human resources and the employee bond. All right. What what suggestion would you give other companies? Say, listen, we don't we're not here to say that we do it perfectly, but we're here to say that our numbers do back up some things that we're saying. Our growth, our retention, right? Mm -hmm. We've had we've seen successful uh, retention rates even during the pandemic. 
Um, even when we had to send everyone home, what like we were able to get laptops and computers to everyone's home. So what, what advice would you give other companies about how to really link the human resources and the employee bond? And when I say employee, Veronica, that could be at an agent level or that could be in a leader level. Um, either way, what would you, what advice would you give? I think that all companies should be, all companies should be at the height of flexibility. And, and I say that because we've just, we're, we're somewhat exiting the beginning of, of a pandemic as an example. And many organizations, they, um, they became very frustrated because you have employees working from home, you have employees working on location, um, a lot of the leadership development or even discussions with your staff may be via Zoom or via Teams. So the, the dynamics of, of communication has changed. So height of flexibility is key. But I also know that especially as, as organizations mature, sometimes um, you forget the voice of all levels of employees. And, and, and that's a bad thing. That, that's not good. And the reason that that's an area of opportunity is because you become too content with what's now. And when you allow everyone to have a focus, then you begin to look at what's to come. What's to come? So how are we going to make an impact and how are we going to, to change? And how are we going to be better, Melissa? How are we going to be better than we were 15 years ago? So yeah. I've changed some things just because, you know, we can't do the same things that we did 15 years ago. We shouldn't, we should not want to remain stagnant in anything. And sometimes com companies a little too comfortable and, and that's, what, that's what they do. And so we definitely don't want to fall into that category. Um, another area would be to definitely hear the voice of the people and identify a mechanism, a tool or a method um, to do that. And it could be in focus groups. It could be in, it could be something on, on an intranet site. It could be yeah. a, a form that you give to employees, but seek their feedback on, on a regular basis. Even on, you know, if you painted the walls, ask them if they like the color. In fact, right. you want to take it a step back. Don't ask them if they like the color. Ask them to participate in voting on the color. Love it. Involve them. Involve yeah. them. And, and so that, that would just be a couple couple of, of things I would share. Um, identify a mentor program. So if yeah. you have individuals who've been in leadership for a while and they understand and they've proven to be successful in leading others, why not partner them with something yeah. new? That's how we build build the bench. That's a part of a succession plan and developing, develop yeah. others, building the bench. That is intentional. It's a <laughs> Melissa. It's a <laughs> It is intentional. And I know we talk about, we are a servant led company, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that was intentional, right? And Matt Rocco set that up from day one uh, about being intentional in our servant led company. I love the tips that you gave other businesses. And I know that you kind of set the stage by saying it seems simple, but it's really, it really is a simple ingredient, but if left out, it doesn't, it doesn't taste as good. So if, if I'm making brownies and I don't put sugar in there, right? Mm -hmm. Right. then what good is the brownie? So when we talk about the sweetness of communication, right. uh, pre-communication, what color do you want the walls? What do you think about the wall? Or, mm -hmm. you know, the, the sweetness of communication um, is so simple, but it's a critical ingredient. I love the way you articulated that. So uh, thank you very much. And when we talk about the servant leadership philosophy that we have at eTech, and it's not just a, these 12 character commitments are not just words. We actually, we, we, we try our best to live these things out. We put definitions mm -hmm. behind them. 
but we also teach leaders um, what it means to serve. And we have like an acronym mm -hmm. for serve. And when we, you talk about the R in serve is exactly what you just, the advice you gave other businesses mm -hmm. is reinvent, reinvent continuously, continuously <laughs> right? And I think that's where, um, where I heard you say, I just want to draw that out a little more of that reinventing continuously. You said that I think people get stagnant. They get, um, you know, just kind of comfortable, if you will, mm -hmm. in what they're doing. So this reinventing mm -hmm. continuously on that sweet communication ingredient, I think mm -hmm. is really key um, things that you have placed out here at the leadership table. So I just want to thank you very much for that. And thank you for your thank time you. today. Listen, thank you. you got to come back to the table because we didn't talk about leadership development. We've got, we've got to talk about that. We're doing yeah. some great, we've got some great things happening with leadership uh, in our company internally and externally. I would like to open an invitation for you to come back to the table with your green tea. Okay. I would love and, to. Our, and our listeners would love to hear about how human resources and leadership development partner to create these cultures and how we were intentional about it. I would so, love to. And you know what? I will bring, I will bring honey infused lemon green tea. <laughs> I would. You you bring the green tea. I'll bring the honey and peas. Okay, that works and, out for me. And then maybe we can just actually be sitting at the same table here pretty soon together okay. and having together. I would enjoy that, Melissa. Thank well, you. Thank you very much for your time today. As always, it's a pleasure. And until next time, we'll see you and anyone else who would like to sit at the leadership table with us and learn about many topics regarding leadership development and ETEG. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you. Take care. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eTech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at eTech Global Services.